welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. I am Chippy. We weren't in Cornwall last week. I, we said we'd be in Cornwall. We then, Gemma has like a two minute window during the whole week, which happens to be the one day that I have people around to lunch. So, and then, and then I went to a wedding. I thought it was, I thought it was in Bournemouth. I said to Gemma, where are you going to your wedding? And you said Bournemouth. And actually you were in Bewley. How do you say it? I'm like, where are we? Bewley. Bewley. Sounds like it should be, it looked like it. Bewley. French name. Yeah, Bewley. It's just down the road from where I grew up. Well, it was very beautiful and very wet. That's sad. No, this is why it didn't rain on the wedding. Oh, it didn't well, rain on the wedding. But like bookended every other day. Like, okay, well, that's fine though. That, that's yeah. lucky for them. That's why, partly why, except for the fact that also it's the only day my dad could do, partly why I got married in um, May. Because I was like, if you get married in May and it rains, that's yeah. fine. If you get married in July and August and it rains, you're fucking ticked off with British weather. Mm-hmm. Did it My rain? friend, no, it was sunny. My friend, very cleverly, she got married in, well, he and she got married in um, April and she'd looked for the day that was statistically the most likely to be sunny. And it is something like, April the 16th right it's statistically the most likely sunny day in England right. and so that's what the day they got married and it was sunny was it yeah I was massively pregnant with Jim quite unwieldy uh because Jim was born so they, they got married in April and Jim was born in June um Jim was due at the end of May but was a week late and so I was at that really kind of late and I get large and I am pregnant. And Joe, You've never drunk. mentioned that before, Chicky. That's brand new information. Well, you know, I just wanted to remind people that I do look like a sort of sad tennis ball. The, um, and Joe got drunk. So I had, to, I just, I remember a bit being like, this is lovely. Joe was best man. This is lovely. And then at about one, 12 o'clock at night, being like, and now I've got to try and shepherd this a happy drunk person into my car. We, Joe and I just had an incident, which we I felt laundrettes might identify with. So I, I hate to have to say, but this is not a man bashing. This is just a specific husband you know bashing. What? I think you must say that every episode. Yeah, I love men. Yeah, and you also say, say that. that every episode. <laughs> I love men. But... So we've been away for a week in Cornwall and then we came straight from Cornwall to my mum's in between. So we drove back from Cornwall on last Friday, got to my mum's, waited for my sister to arrive, had a cup of coffee. And then my sister and I got in the car and drove to London so I could drop a dog off. She could check her fish, blah, blah, blah. So I did all the packing, all the organising whilst we were in Cornwall. I'm the person that does all the washing, all the drying, all the continual refolding and just generally sorting of kids' clothes whilst they whip through the house like a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. And did all of that. We went to London, did a clothes swap, came back, sorted everyone's clothes out at my mum's. And Joe and I sleep on the floor in my mum's sitting room um, when we're all here. 
and so we have to have all our stuff in a bag so I've been continually sort of refolding things we have those packing cubes so it's like we've got packing cubes for main clothes packing cubes for underwear so the other day in a bit of procrastination Joe did some clothes folding Gemma he got everything out of the bag and he refolded it even though there was a system in place and made uh, and redid the system pretty much exactly the same but just hiding some of my clothes further from my site and this morning I knew I was going to be a bit late I was seven minutes late to the podcast and so I said to him you could he said look darling do you want to go into the your mum's studio in the garden to record which is where he's been working I was like yeah that's great can you find me some socks and he said yes in the new system they're in the small packing cube and I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what do you think, what, what? And he went, what? I've reorganised. And I was like, no, the small packing cube has always been the, the underwear one, Joe. And he went, oh. And so he then wandered off and I called him back, Gemma. Could I let this go? No. And I said to him, look, you've, how many times have you had anything to do with the clothes in the last fortnight? And he was like, well, none. And I was like, so do, do you feel like you've done me a real favour by reorganising the packing cubes into the same system they were before? And he was like, oh, well, well, no. And I was like, this is just, you just mansplained packing to the woman that has packed for you and facilitated your clean clothes for the last two weeks. He did see he'd erred and, and apologised, but I was just literally like, the, the the how to make the whole holiday clothing debacle worse mansplain it to me thanks thanks for that not only have I just been like and also that he went do you know why he did the pack the folding Gemma because he hasn't listened to his boring boring American politics podcast is that for pod, two weeks pod save the queen pod save America pod That's save it. the queen Oh, that's I think I... would be British. We should do that. We should do that. Except we, neither of us can be asked with politics. <laughs> neither of us can be. We can't. We can't be asked to script it. We can't be asked. Well, you can. <laughs> right. No scripts. No politics. No actual watching of the news. Gemma just frenziedly listening to a really upsetting uh, radio program that gets all edge. I ran into that the other day. They would put me off. Oh, fucking hell! Would they? Well, I think, well, LBC, right, everyone, I listen to LBC all the time. Mm-hmm. Not so much now. Okay, that's a lie. I listen to LBC a lot. And on a, and I know, and I know, and I know who's going to be on when. I know, I know the whole schedule. And on Thursdays, which is today, um, between 12 and 1, James O'Brien does the mystery hour. Right. right people they have a break right from talking about yeah. coronavirus and brexit and everything else and people will phone in with a, like a, a, a question a random question about anything and then people will phone in with the answer like and they have to like yeah be semi-qualified to answer it and um during the first lockdown he did he changed it into a kids mystery hour where only kids could phone Ooh. on which was quite sweet so you yeah. get all, like these little nine-year-olds going, and why do bees sting? And then like a scientist guy would phone up and say, well, blah, 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 blah. 
Anyway, oh. I've always wanted to know, and no one could answer this. My physics teacher always used to think I was being impertinent. Impertinent? What's the word? Impertinent. Yeah, and 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 cocky when I asked it. But what if the universe is still expanding? What is it expanding into? Oh, my brother-in-law could tell you that. Right. Well, no one has ever been able to answer it. But so, so I phoned up James O'Brien, and the woman. Hang on. Answered, if the universe, the universe. I'm going to get Sam to do us a, a voice note. <clears throat> okay, cool. Because his mother was head of physics. What's it expanding into? Well, if you do that, and then I can, and I can embed it into this. Okay, it's always expanding. What is it expanding? into yeah so i used to make the kids when when we were homeschooling them part of their homeschooling schedule was to listen to the mystery hour with james o'brien because i thought well it's quite you know but you get, i thought it was going to be I, part of their homeschooling was to phone in no 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 so one day with i'm like the right, question i'm phoning in i'm phoning in the woman answered the phone she went question or answer i was like question because I, I was pretending to be a kid question that's she, why i didn't get on and she went how old are you and i went 39. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're only doing children's day. I was like, well, that's not fair. I've got a question. I've got a burning question. Yeah. I don't know how I've got onto that. Your love of LBC? Yeah, but it I doesn't... tell you what, I tell you yeah. what, right. There's a guy called Steve, uh, Steve Allen in the morning on LBC. He's on from between four and seven. So if you get up early... He is absolutely hilarious. He is hilariously funny. Just, just you know, putting that out there. I would love to I, life. I've really gone off radio. Why? Do you know, because I've taken radio, I only listen to BBC Six Music. Mm. All classic FM. BBC Radio Six Music, they moved the schedule around. And I disapproved. Oh shit. Well, that's not Yeah. I'm I'm a real I have a real problem with you know how uh everyone hates the sound of their own voice. You know how when you go, oh, I hate my voice and everyone is yeah, every I bet you fucking are. You're the <laughs> exception. I'm desensitized, I have to listen to it all the time. Yeah, but I have to listen to mine all the time and I still hate it. Um and I don't have a podcast voice like you do. Not true. You don't have a po- you don't do a podcast voice on this, but you can do a, a easy listening voice uh, when you feel like it. I don't have that. I haven't got that. So, and I've done years of YouTube, and I was saying to my brother-in-law because he was like, "I don't know how you do podcasts." So I was like, "Well, Gemma edits one, and I edit the other, and I just fucking hate it." But it, I, I said it's better than YouTube because when I I've done like ten years of editing YouTube, and that is like face and and sound so you know podcasts easier um mm. and so when everyone goes yeah, everyone hates their own voice and it's it don't, without wanting to sound like an awful person i really judge people on their voices do you on radio yeah on radio i'm i'm very specific at about some i cannot deal with some voices and they moved a presenter to my usual favourite slot to listen to. And I was like, I hate her voice. I cannot deal with it. My husband used to work 
for like a, a, a very big website about what was on in London. And he used to have to get people to do voiceovers and um, stuff for videos about London. And he once got a very famous London radio presenter who's got one of those really deep husky voices. And uh, she's always on the radio and she sounds really cool. And he said, I, she, uh, she did a voiceover for me once and we were late paying her. And she phoned me up and went, where the fuck's my money? And he was like, it literally doesn't sound anything like she does on the radio. And I was like, oh my God, I want a radio voice. Because she does sound really like husky and deep on the thing. And Joe's like, I didn't recognise her until she, she had to literally tell me who she was because I was like, I don't recognise your voice at all. And I feel like I've missed out. Joe's cousin, who's a journalist, has the best voice the best voice and I keep saying to her we need you to be the next Mariella Foster you know who's got a lovely voice who Derek does he when he wants to oh Derek he's got a very nice phone Derek in in person he's got a very nice phone voice and very much oh shit you back let me back um (laughs) when we used to speak on the phone when he lived in New Zealand yeah, he, when he wants to, he can have quite a sexy voice. Um, he has sent me voice notes before. And I do not, not obviously he wasn't trying to seduce me in the moon. We're talking about... Uh, He's also a very good singer. Is he? Yeah, and he hides his light under a bushel. And his cakes. Yeah. He's a He's very right. talented man. And his yeah, candles. Singer and his candles, yeah. Four candles. Four candles. Um, he's a, he's a man of many talents. Many talents, yeah. But um, yeah. he doesn't explain packing cubes to you, does he? No, no. He sort of leaves that to me. It's kind of my yeah. nose. It's like me explaining, like he's like talking to him about how to make a candle. I'm like, you know, you do know. Yeah, but that's the thing is that I was trying to think of him today. It was like me saying I've reorganised your spreadsheet data by alphabetically for you. How helpful. I bet you didn't know how to do that. Yeah. Joe's was like, hmm, spreadsheets. So. When I went, um, talking of voices, right, I, there was, um, when I went to do my thing, oh no. Oh, that's not, we don't, that's not, Gemma just, no one really to, I was trying to like mime a microphone. Didn't know like she was miming a microphone. When I, when I, when I, the second time when I went to do my voiceover for the book, there was a woman who ah. was doing a voiceover, but she was doing a voiceover for an encyclopedia. Was she? <laughs> and she was like, this is so fucking boring. Yeah. And she used to come out at break time and go, I'm an on B. <laughs> I oh god but I quite I that's the thing I would really like to do which sounds it sounds bizarre but I am inherently lazy I'm a lazy workaholic so I will work my socks off at something if I like doing it or if it's going to pay me money but but I'd like it to be as lazy as possible and I always think and I think this stems from Mrs Doubtfire in Mrs Doubtfire he's a voiceover actor and I always remember watching that and being like, imagine having a voice. And I'm sure that for lots of voiceover actors, perhaps they wanted to act. And so it's almost like they've settled 
for voiceover acting in my head that's what it is but maybe I'm wrong but I'm always like imagine if you could just sit in a room and be like I'm just going to read the encyclopedia and I'm sure she found it really boring but for me I'd be like pay me pay me I'll read I'll read anything they have a really funny stories like that <clears throat> it's really weird because obviously you don't have any windows yeah and you're in a dark room but like the guy I was talking to had some really funny stories about the couple of guys I spoke to so like soundproofing so like with the pandemic some people have been recording virtually and he said that um a famous Doctor Who actor was mm-hmm. doing something yeah and he's he's couldn't get his soundproofing so he used to sit there with like mattresses and duvets wrapped yeah. around him <laughs> yeah so that one of my it depends where, where I'm recording my other podcast but basically it's wherever I can hide from my kids but quite often I will put a big scarf over the top of me or a cushion it makes such a difference yeah yeah but apparently some people take it really seriously as well because I you know me I don't I just sort of turn up and go right what we're we doing okay yeah. that's fine yeah that's fine don't worry about it yeah that's fine and it was like some people like refuse to drink coffee for 48 hours because their voice is their instrument yeah well you so this I mean? is the thing like, is that I was oh, going to say I was like too much voiceover if you're a voiceover actor, it's not like you sit in the booth eating chocolate and stuff. You do have to be and getting a, get, getting a cold or whatever must be really stressful. But I was just like, God, I'd love that. I'd love it. I love reading aloud. Do you? Yeah, I love reading aloud. Could quite happily. I think I'm quite good at it as well. Yeah, it's in, it's, it so is nice, and it, you sort of lull yourself. You when you get into a rhythm. Yeah, I think it'll be, and it, but, but also it must be more stressful reading your own stuff because I'm sure I'd read my own stuff and be like, oh, I wish I'd written that sentence differently. What's very stressful is when you're reading your own stuff, and this is something that we don't think we've ever told anybody. But um, people who have got book one, one of the first print runs, will notice oh. that in the pea and mint soup recipe, soup. no mint. There's no mint. <laughs> And like when you're reading your book and it's too late to tell anyone. So reading you your book were really stressed anyway because your plane was delayed. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm, you were coming back to read the audiobook. We weren't gonna do, we'd made them do an audiobook because they were like, we don't usually do an audiobook for this yeah. kind of book. Yeah. There's no demand for it. And you were like, okay, I'm gonna check with the Thomas, but I think there's a demand for it because we've got a lot of people who have visual impairment or who have uh illnesses that make it easier for them to listen and they were like really and we got a unanimous like huge lot of people saying please do an audiobook so they were like oh okay so we'd kind of insisted on you having in, in by, by we I mean me <laughs> kind me of behind you going, with, tell, yes tell you're them. going I really do want an audiobook and we're going Gemma would be really um very pleased to do an audiobook and she will record it herself and you just tell us where to be um so we've kind of made it this thing and then you were in Greece you'd refuse to put it, have any time off despite my insistence and then um you had your plane was delayed your plane was delayed so I think the cab was coming to pick you up at 8 a.m yeah or 6 a.m yeah and you got in at four. Hmm. 
so you had like two hours sleep and we all know what it's like when you're like I've got two hours sleep I've got one hour 35 minutes sleep I've got one hour 29 minutes left to sleep do you know what I mean where you're like I'm just counting down the minutes because I can't sleep and you I just remember you being like this is going to go so badly because I I can't do it I can't do it and I, it's one of the few times where I was like, if I have to come down there, put you in my car and move your mouth in front of the microphone. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm, I'm reading you it. did it. I'm you reading. did it. And you did it really well. And you did say to them, also, I'd forgotten to say, Gemma Bray has to have lunch at 12 o'clock. She has to have lunch at 12 o'clock. It's like a switch goes off and noises start happening she stops being able to function it's like a robot shutting down yeah and that's not good when you're in front of a microphone and your stomach's going and you can't speak anymore and then yeah then you got to the recipe section and I said to the woman it's not just me is it this pea and mint soup recipe has no mint in it and it was too late because it all gone on the print run fine Fine. These things happen. I was reading, I was doing, I got to do uh, half an hour's work yesterday on my holiday. Um, I don't know if it, I explained Cornwall for a week last week, my mum's house in Hampshire for a week this week. Um, my mum and my sister have organised every minute of every day. So I haven't actually been able to do any of my course all the while saying, have you done any of your course? Um, <laughs> so it's good because they're much more organised than me, but I am slightly stressed. So yesterday, They were like, we're going for a walk. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to read my book uh, for my course. And I was reading about perfectionism and how it's like, if you think about Bill Gates and what's his chops from Apple, it's like they know that they send out technology that will have glitches. Not bad, not bad ones necessarily. But if they were still sitting there waiting for the iPhone to be perfect, we'd still be on iPhone one. It wouldn't have been released yet because, and that's why you get new iPhones all the time. And it's so the way it's like, there used to really annoy me when I worked in publishing and you'd get a letter from Barbara, sorry, Barbara, if there's a Barbara listening, Barbara in Rye, who'd say, it says Anne instead of and on page 90. And it's like, yeah. I mean, humans are fallible. Like, it just, so, uh, yeah, I'd forgotten about the pee and mint incident. I just remember getting a text message going, is that, that is there mint? I was like, well, you can see there's no mint, Gemma. They haven't rubbed it out of your copy. <laughs> Let's fuck her about. Let's rub out mint on one copy. Give it to and Gemma. Also, if, anyone, if anyone is um going to do an audio recording uh, give it at least 30 minutes after you've eaten a sandwich and make sure you chew it really really well because otherwise you'll do those little mini burps all the time and oh no i'm saying to this guy behind the screen i'm really sorry i'm gonna have to burp now and he said to me just let it out just let it rip he was like just give me oh no i'm sorry i don't think you know who you're talking to like sorry i'm a lady and chances of me doing that are zero and he was like no really big actors and actors have sat here and just like farted and burped and just said really sorry I just like yeah not me not me that's not me Gemma Bray book 20 she's I don't do piercings I don't do tat well I do do tat you don't do piercings well no like a couple of podcasts ago and you were like oh I love piercings and I was like oh it's not for me what and you were like I don't 
you were like I, I pierced my ear right now anyway so don't put piercings what else didn't you do tampons no did you do tampons oh no no oh no not i tried i tried it just goes through for me what out your mouth (laughs) just goes straight through me someone said to me um it's surprising i said something similar the other day and she's like surprising that you have actually attended births like did you just and actually had sex but I'm i'm all right like with someone else's bits like it's just oh i thought you meant inserted <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, I know because this is the thing my physio kept saying to me you're so squeamish about your wrist, you're being so squeamish about your wrist. And I was like, I'd be fine if it was your wrist. You're fine, it's my wrist. I, and she said, If I ever break my arm, you're going to come and poke me, aren't you? And I was like, I'm going to watch you do every single physio and see how squeamish you find it. Yeah, um, I, just, I just think I, there's this things that just set my teeth on edge, you know what I mean? And, yeah, tampons is one. Dry tampons. Oh no, you don't do oh. what? I do I probably do stuff that I don't, don't think you should do. Okay, so sometimes <laughs> sometimes I will put a bit of Vaseline on a tampon. Oh, will that give you thrush? No. Only a little bit. Just okay. to Oh, I have thrush frequently. If I have That's thrush, probably why. No, 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 not the no. If I have thrush and I'm using a tampon, I will put caniston on the end of the tampon. I think, do you know where it stems back to? When you know when you were at school and you used to have those nurses come in and show you how to use a tampon? No. Well, we did. And she looked like, did you ever watch Open All Hours? Yeah. You know, Nurse, nurse Gladys Emmanuel? Yeah, obviously. So she looked like her. Oh. Right. So she really did. She wear that sort of nurse's uniform. Yeah, she had a hat on and everything. Like, so oh my in, like, it was probably like nineteen eighty nine, right? Yeah. And she's like got her tampon thing, and she's got her hand like this, and she's just like, and you just shove it up. <laughs> oh my god! No, 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 no! Like, that that looks really painful. And then my friend um, started her periods really, really early. Um, still in primary school actually and she she came in one day and she, she sort of sat down on the chair just on one bum cheek and then just put the other bum cheek down I was like you're right so yeah I've got a tampon in but it's half out and half in and, and, and I'm really uncomfortable and that, that, that was just the nail in the coffin for me I'm like right well <laughs> that's never happening oh god I'm very much my mother is there. Uh... I remember saying to my mum and my sister, oh, tampons are not for me. And my mum just being like, get in there. Stop being so pathetic. So I was like, okay. I just I blame the nurse. I'll never forget. She yeah, like, that's not she was good. using that's... the heel of her hand, laundrette, to yeah. bang it in. Which also on yourself is kind of a physical impossibility, unless you're left-handed. Anyway. Shama <sighs> and I are both like staring into the middle distance. Um, yeah, I think that has a lot to answer for. I've gone for this sort of blunt approach with my kids. Whenever they ask a question, they get the the actual answer. Oh, yeah, I'm very much about that. Um, but it does lead you to problems where Ned's like, 
because as I was saying to Gemma before we started recording, my puppy Magda is in her first heat and my mum's old dog Archie uh, has always lived with my mum. He's 12 and his brother died uh, a couple of months ago and he's been really like like stuck to my mum like glue ever since and kind of miserable and sad and he's got a new lease of life from trying to hump Magda the entire time he's a Jack Russell he's tiny he's about one eighth her size so she's just sort of carried covered in spit because he's constantly hopping around trying to grab hold of her to get a good grip she's barely notices it's happening but he's really uh he's really happy about it but the other day my sister's kids are here and I just heard Ned going he's trying to get his willy in so that he can make puppies with her and blah 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 and I was like oh I'm not sure it's one thing if you're telling your kids like the answer to the question it's another thing if they start telling other kids what they've taken from that if you see what I mean like Chinese whispers there was something else I was going to discuss oh yeah so I have this thing switching not not in a glamorous way no no glamorous segue here for us I'm just switching to I was having a bit of a moan how summer holidays for mums generalization is quite often just parenting in different locations and that's what's been happening and I thought what do I really miss about holidays pre-kids apart from like money sun time cocktail And one of them was reading, like being able to read during the day. So I was like, right, I'm going to buy myself some books. So I bought like, I bought four books in real life books, not on my Kindle books, five books. And I've been being like, OK, I'm just not scrolling. I'm not near my phone. I'm going to just read at every opportunity. The children can self-regulate. And I've been reading some really nice books. So I might post them up in the Facebook group. I think it's quite a nice, I think it's quite an important thing if you're a mum and you've suddenly got your kids home for the summer. It can just feel like a long six weeks. My friends who are mums who I've spoken to have been like, the summer holidays is not for me because it's just a lot. It's just a lot. And like, I can't afford. So I thought, for example, my kids love riding. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll book them a riding lesson this week. And it would be 90 quid. It's expensive, isn't it? For the three of them to go. And they all love it. So it's not like one loves it more. So I could be like, come on, Jack really loves it. So he's going to go. They all love it. And I'm just like, I just can't drop 90 quid on half an hour of activity. That's a lot of money. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I thought actually that's one thing it's easy to do. I know it's not easy necessarily to get the time to read, but you can have a book. I just walked around with my book. I carried my book from room to room and was like, I'm going to sit and read it during the day and not feel guilty about it because it's my holiday too. And I have said to my kids, it's my holiday too. I think we need to be doing more of that. So I'm going to share the books that I've liked on the Life Laundry Facebook group. And I was going to say, have you done any reading, Gemma? Yes. What have you read? Not Rebecca. Oh. <clears throat> oh, she's got it here. The positive breastfeeding book. Isn't oh. Um and also a book called 
uh, a Simon Seraglier novels? No. Oh, true. Really good. Crime. 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 Oh, okay. Crime. And then chapter two. And um, I yeah. said to Mike, I can't be reading this before bed. <laughs> I read, I read, I've read two books that were like Rich and Judy book club books, like that famous, which I never do. And then one that was really interestingly written fiction. I just don't read that much fiction. It was really good. And now I'm reading one that's just a lovely kind of, it is, dare I say it, chick lit, but it's just really nice. Do you know what I mean? Just when you're reading a really nice book and you're like, oh, this is... This is the one that would be good for you to read before bed. Yeah, yeah. So apart from your reading and apart from being on holiday, in adverted commas, um, what has been your positive? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's been my positive of the week? Oh my God, what's your positive of the week? Why do I always have to go first? You go. Fucking hell. Um, my back's getting better, but no, what happened? <laughs> um, what's positive of the week? Um, I don't know. Milo didn't get eaten. Is that this week? Yeah. Um, what's the How are the kids doing? Are your kids doing clubs? They got um, activities. Ben is. He's there today. Um, and he loves it. Yeah, and it's like half eight till you can pick them up. You can drop them off any anytime between half eight and half nine. Yeah. And then you can pick them up anytime between half four and half five. Oh my god! So is he doing half eight, half five? <laughs> no. Well, he's doing half eight until about quarter five. Yeah. Because I feel really bad about being the first mum to drop off and the last mum to pick up. <laughs> I would, I would be that mum. Actually, no, I can't do anything for eight. But he, um, he, he, you know, he goes swimming every day, and it's not that. Exp- I mean, it's expensive. This is the first time that we've ever been able to afford it. But it's like, yeah, like- one hundred and thirty pound, I think, for a whole week. Which, which is really- fine. Do you know how much that would be in London? Well, which which is what like 130 quid a day. I know, which is when you compare it's like half an hour a horse riding lesson. Yeah. A massive disparity. Half an hour. Um we, we although I guess that's one kid. But yeah. yeah, it's 30 quid for an hour. So 30 quid for half an hour for per kid. Mm. So yeah, so he's doing that. He's finding so, the other two are just sort of like helping around the house, like with the gardening and stuff. Yeah, also they're, they're at the self-entertaining stage, which I'm really excited about. Um, so n- neither of us have a positive for the week. That's shit, isn't it? Fucking hell. Well, uh, okay, my positive for the week. The fact, okay, so I'm really grumpy about being scheduled. I'm not good at it. So my sister, my sister's never late, ever, ever late. She's mostly early, but always bang on time. And I'm always late. So I really resent the fact that I will wake up in the morning. She'll be like, right, should we be ready by the back door by 8.30 or whatever? And I'm like, no. Yes, I was just like, no, no, you go. I'm staying. I can't. I can't do it. 
um, and they all deal with my grumpiness really well. Um, but actually, it's been really nice because they they've made me do stuff whereas normally I would just sit around on my ass not do anything and get cross with my children because I wouldn't be entertaining them properly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like today we're going to Fishbourne Roman Palace. We're going to an outside museum. Uh, yesterday I saw my friend Libby. I mean, that could be my positive. Saw my bestie for the first time in freaking ages. And we both have three boys. So she's got her max, her eldest. We had one of those things where she came around to my house for dinner and I was seven weeks pregnant. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell her because she's my bestie, but I shouldn't tell her. And eventually I said to her, oh, I'm pregnant. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. I promised Ian I wouldn't tell anyone. I was like, how pregnant are you? She was like seven weeks. And so her max is, what was that? That was my door. Big Bang. Yeah. It's not oh, okay. Uh, her max is 10 days. 10 days younger than Ned. So he had two eight-year-olds, a six-year-old, a five-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. And it was sunny. And we just, it felt like we spent the entire time carrying cups of tea around the house, negotiating children. Mm. But it was really nice. So yeah, it's been really nice that there are people who are like, today we're going to go and do this cultural thing and I will moan and I'll be grumpy about it. But by the time we arrive, I'm like, okay, this is good parenting. They're just making me do good parenting and that's good. That's helpful. Um, also, two nights ago, my sister, I came in here to record my podcast, which I know you don't like scary things. But my last week, I was quite proud of my podcast last week, Gemma about the disappearance of lord lucan that's interesting it's not back? scary did he come back no he no no he died he's killed himself but um but it's quite good Gemma. anyway so i came i literally i recorded an episode wasn't happy with it and my sister was like still not happy with it now you need to go and re-record it because it will just annoy you so at seven o'clock at night i came in here Left, so I'm sitting in the, in the studio in my mum's garden and I can see into the kitchen and they'd put the kids to bed and my sister was like, oh, I'm going to make a cocktail. I don't drink cocktails. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go and record my podcast. Recorded the podcast, took me about 25 minutes, half an hour. Kate went back into the house. My mum and my sister and my husband were shitted. They were literally like hysterical. They'd had one and a half cocktails each. My sister had made margaritas, oh, but she'd made such thumping. Yeah, she'd made real thumpers. And so like my mum and my sister were hysterical. It was just, and it was really funny. And at first it was really annoying because they were giggling about everything. And Joe would then say something completely annoyingly random. And you were like, what is, where are you? what's happening but then they just became hysterically funny and it was just like oh my god I was gone for half an hour and look at the state of so and then you were like so now I've got morning, eight o'clock sharp by the back door and they were like mm. I said no I said you're gonna feel bad for it and then my mum my mum's used to Hampshire drinking so she was like I wasn't even that drunk it was just a bit of tequila 
and um, she was fine. My sister was less fine because she's got small kids and isn't used to Hampshire drinking. Um, but yeah, so my sister was like, I'm going to take some paracetamol. My sister did a number on my, her husband when we were in Cornwall. He doesn't drink very much. And we'd drunk quite a few bottles of wine, you know, first couple of nights when you're like, woo. And um, he'd said to her, he, he's like me, before I go to bed, if I've been drinking, big glass of water, two paracetamol or ibuprofen, jobs are good. And a vitamin C. So he was like, can I have two paracetamol? And a vitamin C, ideal, or charcoal. Perfect. And my sister gave him, she just wandered into the bathroom, pissed, gave him some paracetamol. She gave him paracetamol with caffeine. And he was just like, I was awake all night and I couldn't work out why. And then I went into the bathroom in the morning and I saw on the side it was paracetamol with caffeine. And he was like, she fucking did, did one over on me and now I feel shit and hungover. And that's the worst thing about hungover. So now I'm like, oh, I might do that. Joe's really annoying. Yeah. The worst thing about what? The worst thing about hangovers is the tiredness. Worst thing about hangovers is the tiredness. Yeah. Also, like an old woman, I get like a sugar rush at about 2 a.m. Can't process the sugar properly anymore in alcohol. So I'm like, Whoa, at two o'clock, I can't sleep. It's awful. And on that note, on that note yeah, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye. <laughs> you never say goodbye. <laughs>